0: Brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. In this week's episode, meet two young women who are representing Mary Persons on statewide committees. Plus, get a taste of the MPTV Random Podcast. And, learn about the Leadership Monroe Program and how this year's class is working to help the community. First, Mary Person Sr. Star Pompa was recently named to State Superintendent Richard Woods' Student Advisory Council. She was one of 66 students chosen from a thousand applicants. MPTV's Trish Corley sat down with Pompa to learn more about her appointment.
1: Hi, I'm Trish Corley with MPTV, and I'm here with Star Pompa, who is representing Mary Persons on the State Superintendent's Advisory Board this year. Can you tell us how you got selected for this? Um, I got an email from Ms. Roller, and she was like, this is a great opportunity for you, you should sign up. And Chloe Myers was talking about signing up, and so I signed up with her. And I filled out an application form, and they asked me a couple questions about, like, what I thought education was missing what the curriculum could have added to it and I wrote specifically about media literacy and how in a in the society we live in today that is probably the most important thing students could be taught about okay how did I let you know about joining um it wasn't any like big thing they just kind of sent us an email with like every other person that won and they're like hey guys y'all won here is this information that you need to know like when our next meeting is what the dress code is like, and they just, like, congratulated us. Okay. And what do you do as a member of the council? We talk to the state superintendent, Richard Woods, and we tell him about, like, our personal experiences at school and, like, what our curriculums are like. And we sort of just kind of talk to him and tell him this is, like, what's going on at my school, you know, this is what we could probably fix, and he'll, like, take our advice and, like, maybe make changes to the curriculum later on. You have a lot of leadership roles at NP. Can you tell us about those? How did they prepare you for this new opportunity? I'm on the Spanish club slash world language leadership as the treasurer. I'm on bio club leadership and I'm the yearbook editor. And they have taught me to like be able to take in advice from people and like listen to everyone's opinions and take those into consideration and make like a well-informed decision. And it's taught me, like, how to be able to talk to a group of people and how to control a group. Not control, like, in a bad way, but, like, you know, take control of a situation and sort of take that leadership position. And specifically for the council, I think a lot of them have, like, taught me to use my voice to be able to, like, be heard and to talk to adults about certain things that need to be fixed in programs and stuff like that. What has been the best high school experience you have had? Um, the best one so far has had to be our homecoming um, pep rally. Just the energy of everyone that entire week was just great. And then leading up to the pep rally, we all got into the common room, the common room, whatever, and <laughs> the band started like playing their songs, and the auxiliary girls and the cheer team started like hyping everyone up, and the crowd was just like super loud. And then they released us and it was just like super hyped and everybody was just having a good time. And it was like one of the best feelings you could ever feel. What do you plan to do after you graduate? Um, hopefully, if I get accepted into a college, <laughs> go to college and I'm struggling to decide between teaching or something in the journalism world, I'm kind of thinking of doing what my yearbook advisor, Miss May, does and be a yearbook advisor at a high school. I think that could be a really fun opportunity. Okay, and you recently spoke to the Leadership Monroe Group. What did you share with them? Uh, They asked me to share my experiences at MP and how they have shaped me to be a better person after graduation. And I just shared um, stories, I guess, about how certain teachers have helped me, like Mr. Waldrop and Mr. Smith, have showed me a different world that I did not know I was good at. I never even took an interest in agriculture until I was put in the class. Um, I talked about Mr. Magda pushing me to be a better student and how I wrote an essay once and he told me it sucked. (laughs) And he said, this is not good work, you can do better. And then when I did turn in my next essay, he was like, this is what you need to start doing. And I talked about Miss Little and Miss Myers and how they have prepared me to be able to like speak to people and give a presentation without feeling too nervous or like stumbling over my words. And it was just like, I was just giving them my positive experiences and how all of those things have taught me how to be independent, but also be able to depend on certain people when I need the help and just be a good person once I graduate. Thanks, Trish.
0: Newly crowned Mary Persons homecoming queen, Campbell Brown, also serves on a state committee, the GHSA Student Athlete Advisory Council. Bernard Penniman spoke with Brown about winning the crown and her role on the council.
2: Hi, I'm Bernard Penniman with MPTV, and I'm pleased to be joined by Campbell Brown, who is representing Mary Persons on the GHSA Student Athlete Advisory Council this year. Hello, Campbell. How are you today? I'm good. Okay, good, good. The first question that I have for you today is, can you tell us how you got selected for this?
3: So how I got selected is I filled out a form and they just pick people. And basically that's just how I got selected, by filling out a form.
2: So was it a random drawing or was it something else?
3: Okay, no, I think that Miss um, Penny, who like is the head over it, she looks at like what sports you do and she looks at your grades. And that's kind of basically how you get selected.
2: How did they let you know about joining?
3: Um, they sent me an email congratulating me that I joined it. Well, they chose me.
2: What did you do as a member of the council?
3: Um, what I do is, I mean, I go to meetings, and I meet with other teenagers around the state of Georgia, and we just talk about what we need and what we can do for the sports all across Georgia.
2: How do you see this as an opportunity to make changes in sports in Georgia?
3: Um, I feel like it's a great opportunity. Um, when you have students that are in different sports, you get to see like what can needs to be changed and what can be changed. And so I think it's a great opportunity to just improve some of the sports in Georgia.
2: What sports do you participate in at MP?
3: Um, track and cheer.
2: You recently were named homecoming queen what made you want to run?
3: Um, Honestly, nothing. I honestly just did it for fun.
2: How surprised were you when you heard your name?
3: I was like a shot, like jaw dropping. That's how shocked I was.
2: Is there anything you would like to say to the student body about the honor?
3: Um, I just want to say thank you for voting me.
2: OK, that was the last question I have for you. Thank you for speaking with me, Campbell Brown, and congrats on your position to represent Mary Persons on the GHSA Student Athlete Advisory Council.
0: The robotics industry is a growing field, and Mary Persons has a program to help future engineers learn how to build their own bots. Let's chat with the teacher to find out how the program works.
4: Hi, I'm Delaney Olson, and I am the Internet of Things Pathway teacher here at Mary Persons High School. I'm also one of the robotics advisors. So FIRST Robotics is a series of competitions where we build and compete robots as well as maintain an engineering design notebook that we take to competitions. Our elementary and middle schools here in Monroe County compete in FIRST LEGO League, but we at Mary Persons compete in the next step up, which is called the FIRST Tech Challenge. So we receive a bot that is broken apart in a kit. We put it together and then when the game for the season is released, we alter our robot in order to fit the game and achieve some of the goals. We practice, then we go to matches and compete against other schools in our region, and then we end up at a regional competition in December. So this right here is our basic robot. This is, these are all the parts that came in our kit. And our team built this robot. Right now, we're in what we call the preseason, where we build our basic bot and we begin programming and testing out our drives and getting comfortable with some of the functions that our robot does. We code our robot using this communication device and then we control it through our remote control during our driver control period. Um, once the game gets released, we'll actually build out this robot a little bit more in order to achieve the goals of the game. This year's game is called Freight Frenzy, and that's all we know. So. In our First Tech Challenge team, this is Mary Person's first competitive season. So there is absolutely no experience required in order to be a part of our team. And we need people with all types of skill sets, not just building and coding, right? So we have to keep an engineering design notebook. We have to be able to market and we have to be able to advertise. So we need some strong business leaders in order to come in and design some unique elements for our team. We also need people that are good with computers, great with coding and can understand those languages. Then we need people that are creative designers that can be able to think outside the box on how to solve problems effectively using a kit like the FTC Challenge Kit. If anything in robotics interests you, please come talk to us. We want you to participate. We want everybody to participate. This is an exciting competition that is applicable to so many different careers. If you think about it, every career today uses technology and having that on your resume is an invaluable skill.
0: Thanks Ms. Olson. Each year the Forsyth Monroe County Chamber and the Chamber Foundation work to develop future community leaders in a program called Leadership Monroe. This year's class president Katie Rowland spoke with me about the class and their visit to Monroe County Schools.
5: Um, So my name is Katie Rowland. I've lived here my entire life besides when I went off to college. I went through Monroe County Schools and came back and taught at Mary Persons for five years. I taught Spanish, and I just recently made a job change. Um, Now I work at Old Mill Market Company, which is my parents' store, so they're the owners. Um, And my dad, Eddie Rowland, he is one of the county commissioners, so he's in county government and has been through Leadership Monroe, along with my mother. So I feel like I'm kind of bred for it at some level, but I have um, just always felt a desire to be involved and figure out how things work um, and learn how to give back to my community. So my dad definitely pushed me in this direction, um, but that is, that's that's kind of how I ended up in Leadership Monroe. All right, so what are you hoping to get out of the program this year? I really just wanna see how things work in Monroe County. We live in spe- such a special place, um, but I know that there are very intricate systems in place here to make it all run smoothly um, just from seeing my dad uh, being in the County Commission and here and everything that goes on behind the scenes I just want to I want to see how it works and grow a greater appreciation for this county that I live in right, Now, part of your October meeting day you spent with Monroe County Schools can you tell us a little bit about what you learned and what you got out of the presentation we got a full rundown of um, just everything that goes on in the schools we um, heard from each of the schools, Mary Persons, the middle school, and the three elementary schools of, you know, their highlights, what they're doing. Um, so we got, a, we got a great overview of that, and then we also got a budget overview. We learned where all of the funding for Monroe County Schools comes from and then how it's spent. Um, and I learned a lot of things that I did not know despite teaching for five years in the county. So it was, it was very informative. Oh, that's great. Did you have a favorite part? Um, well, my favorite part was when one of my, not past students, um, but I, I knew Miss Star Pompa very well um, in school, and we still to work together outside of school, but she gave a presentation just about how high school has affected her life and some of her favorite parts, so it was really cool to see um, and hear about a student's perspective, especially a student that I knew.
0: She did really, really well with her presentation. We were proud of her. Um, Now, you also mentioned that in addition to spending time with Monroe County Schools, you also spent some time on both the city and the county level this week, and you got kind of an overview of numbers everywhere. What what was it like getting all of those financial reports in one day?
5: It was a little overwhelming, I'll be honest. Um, I just had no idea the different places that county and city money came from. You know, as a citizen, you just pay the taxes and and you think everything's funded by taxes, and that's not true. There's so many other um, avenues that that the city and the county, that they get money. And it was eye-opening to see, you know, which money can be used for what and um, just how it it all came together in the budget. (laughs) It it was eye-opening. Okay, and then
0: for our listeners, can you tell them a little bit about what Leadership Monroe is?
5: Leadership Monroe is a program that is dedicated to just identifying individuals in the community who want to learn more about how our community works and um, also we're dedicated to serving the community so we'll, we will be um, planning and proposing a project to do um, over the next couple months and that project is is going to be dedicated to serving this community in some form or fashion.
0: And one last question for you, why is it important for you to give back to this community?
5: Well I know for me, and I can probably speak for other people, this community has given me so much. It has just given me an incredible foundation for life, um, a great world view, just growing up in such a special place and I just I feel nothing but gratitude for where I've come from and where I get to live. Um, And there's no other response appropriate than just giving back and and keeping it the community that it is.
0: Well, thank you for everything you're doing for the community. I know everyone appreciates it. I hope you get the best experience out of Leadership Monroe, and you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Did you know that some of our Mary Person students have their own podcast? Let's listen in to part of MPTV's random podcast.
3: Welcome back, everyone, and to the Random Podcast. It's season two, I guess. Uh, so, we got a new cast and everything, we got new ideas, and I think we're going to have a grand old time. Uh, so, I got my crew here. Everyone want to introduce themselves? Hi, my name is Alex, and I'm in 10th grade.
4: I'm Dylan, and I'm in 10th grade. I'm Kayla, and I'm in 12th grade. So,
3: yeah, I'm uh, just going to start it off. Uh, the game. I have a game for us. It's called Voice Off. That's how it works is the oh. for the first round, I am going to see which one of y'all can do the best impression of whatever character I give you.
4: Okay. This is going to become a straight embarrassment for I everyone. I
3: know. Yeah, oh my god. But okay. it's, it's it's fine though. current the Frog. That's a pretty good frog impression. <laughs> That's was a pretty good one. That was better than what I did. Don't forget I'm here. <laughs> now, today we are talking about horror movies, and I have with me Jackson, Aaron, Cameron, and yeah, Bernard. And I am Hunter, your host. Alright guys, so uh, what do y'all think about uh, the new Halloween movie coming out?
6: Halloween Kills? Is that the name? That's what it's called? Yeah, Halloween Kills.
3: You
0: can't say that. I can't
3: say that. What uh, you mean? can't say the K-word? Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Halloween um, Eliminations. Ah. Ah.
3: Ah. ah. Alright, so yeah, the... Uh, I don't know, Halloween was kind of like a weird franchise. Uh, I like I liked all the, hit movies. Oh, the original, it movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, the original oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The original ones, the original uh, ones, just funny to me. Uh, what was what's y'all's favorite horror movie? Like uh, the only ones that I've really watched are like the Elm Street movies. Oh yeah, Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all think about the uh, Saw movie that came out, the uh, Jigsaw? Oh uh, no, not Jigsaw. What was it uh, yeah. Spiral? Oh yeah, Spiral. Oh, Chris that
6: Rock. one, yeah, yeah the Chris one with Chris Rock. Rock.
3: Um, I, haven't
2: seen it. I literally just saw that trailer yesterday.
6: I haven't,
3: I, I haven't even seen the trailer. I, I saw like a uh, breakdown of the movie. Does it look, does it look bad? No, no, it's it's pretty good. good. It's, it's interesting. interesting.
0: It's same it's, it's same old same old. Song. Hash, hash, like the, the, twi- the twist, the and all that. it's weird
3: hearing his voice, Chris
0: Rock. Yeah. Yes, he's a. It's he, weird He's taking very seriously. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's a very serious character in the movie. It's funny.
3: Like I haven't watched many horror movies. Like, what are some recommendations? Oh. The whole so, franchise.
2: is alright. Saw
3: is just more gruesome
6: than yeah. it is scary. The whole
3: franchise. Yeah. Just, just, just just watch the whole franchise. If you're looking for
2: scary, it kinda determines what you're scared of. Yeah. So what are you scared of missing? I don't know. I'm not scared of anything.
3: No <laughs> good 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 scary movies are the conjurings. Oh yeah. Any supernatural, supernatural stuff. Supernatural stuff, those are really scary. Those movies. are scary, but they're they're scary. But like, I tend to like slasher series, movies. Yeah, I like slasher movies. I, like I like, I, like, I like I like jump scare movies. I yeah, hate jump I, I hate jump scares. No, no.
6: Movies. I I can't <laughs> do jump scares. <laughs> All right, so this is the uh, college football podcast, and uh, I'm Jake, and we've got Maddie, and then Coach I'll... Coach Simmons in for the for the college football. You know. So we're basically going to be talking about uh, really playoff predictions, I guess, and then championship wise too that's gonna go. So obviously right now, two best teams in the nation in Alabama and Georgia. Right, let's flip those Georgia and Alabama. Let's it's come Alabama and Georgia. If you look at Georgia them, and like, Alabama come on now. You I'm look at, you look at the little number beside it's one <laughs> for Alabama and two for Georgia. I got you, I got you. So um, and then we also have a Tennessee fan over here. <sighs> yes. Yeah, I, I will say this though, I, you know, I, I don't typically say nice things about Tennessee because I hate hearing that song play. Uh, I hate the fact that when Tennessee scores a touchdown, you hear you got to hear "Rocky Top." Their their offense is improving. They're, they look like they're starting to hit their stride with Heupel's offense. They, they, you know that Tennessee game for Georgia later in the season is looking a little. Looks like it might be a little more than what we thought it was going to be originally. So, they had some struggles at the beginning, but they definitely looked better under Hyper than they did under Jeremy Pruitt. I still don't put them in the playoff. They're definitely not in the playoff consideration know. right now. But, but it's always good, I mean, I think with any conference, you want to see challenges. Because we talk about, I mean, t- just talking about playoff stuff, for me, you know, one of the big things for Georgia going into this season was the question of their schedule, right? Everybody said, oh, they got, they got this easy cakewalk schedule. Well, all of a sudden, Arkansas was a top ten matchup. Auburn is a is a top twenty five matchup. Kentucky's more likely going to be a top top twenty top twenty top maybe even top fifteen matchup next week. And then, you know, if the Gators can stop their spiral, um, they'll still be a top twenty five matchup. All right, so that's you know if you heard it here first. That's the College Football Podcast. I'm Jake
0: great job guys. As a reminder, Monroe County Schools will be closed this week for fall break. The district will reopen on Monday, October 18th. Now to close things out this morning, we have a sampling from the recent Mary Persons Band concert. Enjoy and have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week! Remember to be a champ! And as always, go dogs! The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.